Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spinoff of the far more popular podcast, Reboot Already Underway, the Floor Obama Shore to the main podcast's Jersey Shore. <laughs> Floor Obama Shore. That's apparently what it's called. What? Flo- where? Florida and... Oh, oh, Florida, Bahama is what I'm I guessing. Guess, but yeah, <laughs> wow, that's a that's a place. <laughs> okay. Well, it has to be better than Jersey. So, well, that's not hard though. <laughs> Just insulting like two people. <laughs> I am, of course, your host, Aaron Hunt, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. You're never too old for space camp. Indeed. Indeed. You are. I, because we are... I, yeah. I just want to say I had a better one, but I froze in the moment. I was going to say, little did he know. <laughs> That's where I was going, but I just completely forgot. But little did he know that we are once again talking about one of the films from the list of 100 movies I once made for Lacey to watch. Films that are interesting introductions to the large world of cinema. And this week, we're definitely looking at an interesting film, and one that I would call underrated. So I'm also very curious to see what Lacey's thought of it, because we are looking at the Will Ferrell film, Stranger Than Fiction. Okay. Lacey, (laughs) I honestly don't know exactly what to expect from your opinion of this film, so... Speaking of which, I had no clue what to expect going into this movie. I knew Will Ferrell. I knew kind of like a comedy drama. I knew, uh, yeah, um, I knew that he was a, a book character. <laughs> That's it. Those are the things I knew going into this. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, with that very limited knowledge, that's where I, uh, I, I came at this from. And, uh, overall, I'd say I really, really liked this movie. Um, all right. I think I was super high on this when I finished it. And then I was, and I've kind of like gone down a little bit, but that's just how I am with a lot of movies where I'm like, as soon as I'm done with it, I'm like, yep, best movie ever made. Like, and it's the movies that stay in that, uh bracket for me that that you know i really come to love and this is one that you know it sunk a little bit but not uh not too bad but uh yeah i'd just say it's a really touching heartfelt story about you know it's they do this to me Aaron. it's these movies about like don't let life pass you by without doing anything and i'm like <laughs> Way to subtweet me here, movie. <laughs> like, um, same with, the, like, I mean, The Graduate has, like, different themes, too. But, like, that's a part of The Graduate. And that's, like, uh, yes. uh, Ghost Story. <laughs> where mm-hmm. it's just, like, how dare you people get in my head and, like, use my darkest insecurities against me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, just a good movie. Will Ferrell has some like real dramatic range that I would yep. have never expected from him. Yeah, he's like one of those actors where you're like, "Wow, you can be surprisingly good when you want to be." Yeah, 
Yeah. And it made me wonder, do most of these actors that we see as, like, you know, like, oh, silly, you're a silly comedy actor, do they have this, like, within them? Because, like, Adam Sandler has been, it's been proven that he has it in him. Yeah. He just doesn't and care. I, <laughs> I think that's, uh, a, that's like, a huge talking point, kind of like the idea that comedy actors, traditionally comedy actors, are, like, almost even better at drama than traditional drama actors just because like once you like understand comedy it's easier to make that switch for whatever reason like comedy is the harder of the two to pull off okay i don't know but like yeah we see it time and time again with will ferrell with robin williams with jim carrey with Bob Odenkirk and like all these people. I know, like, I on. know you're like really trying hard to avoid Adam Sandler, but Adam Sandler. <laughs> I haven't seen Punch Drunk Love yet, and that's like the one people normally point okay. to. Well, I mean, so. that's that's I, I haven't seen it either, but just from that being like regarded as a great drama film, and that new Myrowitz stories, that new Netflix movie, which has like really great reviews, I'm like, also starring Emma Thompson and. Uh, What's his name? The professor in this movie. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Emma Thompson and Dustin Hoffman are in that movie, too. So it's just like, it's a nice little, I don't know. Well, yeah. weird. We're just, we're just building connections. Yep. We got that. We got The Graduate, too. But... Yeah. Ben Stiller. He's like a good dramatic actor. Was he known yeah. for dramas before being Mr. Comedy Guy, though? I don't know the I don't know the lineage of Ben Stiller. <laughs> I honestly don't either. Anyway, now nah, we're got. But you also track. made me think of uh, Jack Black. Yeah. And Bernie. And uh, School of Rock, which is a comedy, but like he does have good moments in that. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like we're we're kind of teetering on spoiler talk. So did we want? Did you want to say why you put it on the list, and then we'll get into that? Yes. Alright, so this, uh, put it on the list, it's, it's kind of like twofold, and I want to start, I want to tell you a little story, okay. kind of. I don't know if you remember <laughs> what's a, what's this. What's a kind of story? <laughs> well, I don't, it's not really like a story with like a beginning, middle, and end, and coherent point, but... We get it, it's a you... podcast story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember, sometime, it was sometime, I was over at your house, and so were some of some other people some were our friends we had like the whole group together yeah 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 and we were doing like dare things and like you were eating like an entire bowl of like sour oh yeah super sour we, yeah, yeah, yeah. the warhead challenge on youtube and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people can watch this yeah yeah right, and i was filming it mm-hmm. and like right before you you took the, the entire bowl of sour candies into your mouth you said something like uh, nothing ever happens to you if you never take a chance. And then I was going to be like, actually, have you ever seen this film called Stranger Than Fiction? <laughs> this is a scene where he tries to do nothing, and then he can't escape his story. And I was going to say that, but it was too late because you had already eaten all these sour candies, and you started drooling all over the place, and yeah, it was know, a... mouth started burning, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, peeled dead skin off the inside of my mouth for a solid week after that. Don't do it, kids. Just say no to stupid things. 
<laughs> but maybe say yes, because then you get stories that you can tell on a podcast four years later. <laughs> so. Indeed, yeah. But yeah, so this might be one of the weirdest reasons for putting one of these films on the list. That is such a deep <laughs> but cut. But I was like, now you need to see this movie so you understand what I was going to get at. Right. I I appreciate that deep cut in Jacob and Aaron lore. <laughs> like that's that's it's good. Like we're retconning things. We're like we're like the Saw franchise now. We're yeah. just going back years and retconning stuff. They're like, oh uh, yeah, I really want to listen to that new Gateway to Cinema episode where they talk about Stranger Things, and someone's like, yeah, but have you watched their backlog of really horrible YouTube videos? Because if you haven't, you might not understand a couple of the references. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. So, okay. Like, so, like that. Mm-hmm. But also, I do think that, as I mentioned, it's a very underrated film. I think it's very clever. And as you mentioned, like, heartwarming and touching. And uh, Will Ferrell, obviously gives a great performance mm-hmm. and then i don't know it's just like kind of one of those films that for whatever reason my family picked up on and it became like a recurring film night thing in our house so it was a film i know well and that more people should know about in my opinion i agree i agree i told people about it though this is what happened when i was watching it I, someone asked me, they're like, oh, what you watching? And I'm like, oh, uh, Stranger Than Fiction. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm so glad you're finally watching it. Like, yeah, it's so good. And I'm like, yeah, Will Ferrell has, like, surprisingly really good range. And then they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what did he think? What episode are you on? And I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, Stranger Things. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> it's Stranger Than Fiction. And then I felt bad because I made the got their hopes up that I was watching Stranger Things. Is that why? Yes. Yes. So that's part of it. You know, the thing is, I can't even, like, blame you because that's totally something I would do. But then after, they were like, that actually sounds like a really good movie that I'd enjoy. And I'm like, yeah, you would. It's really good. <laughs> so, like, I feel like I gave them a little something, too. <laughs> like, I not only did I just let them down, but also, like, have you heard of this Will Ferrell movie? <laughs> um, How did I get on that train? <laughs> there was something. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say that I've been, re- like, recommending it to people, too. Because it's it's... One of the most easily digestible movies on this list, too, I think. Which is just, like, I think anyone can really pop this in and, like, appreciate something about it. Yeah. So, not that, like, these, not, (laughs) that's what we were to say. Not that, like, all of these movies aren't something that everyone could appreciate something about. But it's, like, it's a little harder to recommend a film like Mulholland Drive or, like, 2001. Where it's, like, this is a huge time commitment and it's not all going to make sense at the end. Whereas in this movie, like, everything wraps up super nicely and, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, like, it's like high concept, but still very, like, has a huge mainstream appeal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> we just have these weird, awkward pauses whenever we transition, I've noticed. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, that's a good point. We just sit there and think about it for a couple seconds. <laughs> 
friends are like, let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully the uh, audience is uh, thinking along with us so they don't even notice because they just. That's you know. true. That's true. If there's one thing that I know about this podcast is that it's very thought provoking. So. <laughs> it has to be something. Yeah, there's something. We're doing something. We're trying to figure it out, but there's something. <laughs> We're doing something on this show. Yeah. We certainly are. So, if you have not seen this film, mm-hmm. recommended by the both of us. Oh, yeah. And if you have seen this film, or just don't care, we're going to talk about it now a little in-depth with spoilers. Yeah. So, Lacey, did you have anything you wanted to bring up right away? Uh, favorite parts? Yeah, that's what I usually bring up, are, like, my complaints with the movie. And this is a movie that, like, I, I still haven't even thought about where I'm going to rank this yet, so I'm not even there yet in my mind, but... It's certainly not, like, one of the top movies that we've watched, but also it's hard to find anything to say against it, if that makes sense. It's, like, it's just, it's all around, like, just an inoffensive film that's just, like, but not in, like, a bad way. I realize that kind of comes off as, like, oh, this movie doesn't do anything to try and challenge anything you believe. I think the thing that might be a complaint is solved by the movie itself or it's like the ending of course where it's like dustin hoffman's character is like you you know you have to die that's the only way this makes sense that's the only way this story comes to a close that's the way to you know make it a story that has meaning Mm -hmm. and then they they give themselves like a cop-out like we don't have to have that because this is like an ending you get what I'm saying? Like, they, they, yeah. they write themselves out of a bad situation. So we're like, if you are going to criticize that ending, it's like, but that's not the point of the movie. <laughs> so it's like, and I'm, I'm happy for that because I think that does fix it. I know a lot of people have problems when movies uh, write themselves out of corners like that. But mm-hmm. I, I usually don't have a problem with it. Where it's like, if the movie's going to try and solve its own problems within the movie, then, like, go for it, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about the ending, I guess? I, I guess I feel very similarly to what you do, where one of the things I really like about this film is that kind of meta deconstruction of what a story even is and, like, why mm-hmm. we like stories and, like, stuff like that, so... I think that you're right in that the ending is kind of, like, not the strongest point of the movie, mm-hmm. but it kind of works in its favor Yeah, that it isn't. Because it's, it's something that's clever in how much of a cop-out it is. Yeah, I agree. It's like, it's like when Dustin Hoffman's like, it's, it's okay. Like, it's okay. It's not the masterpiece that it would have been. And then, dude... I'll be damned if I just didn't start bawling. Like, I was fine up into the point, and it wasn't even, like, something super emotional that happened, but she's like, but a man who knows he's going to die and goes through the motions anyway, isn't that someone you want to see live? And I just lost it right there. (laughs) I was like, okay, yep, crying for the whole rest of this movie right now. I'm like, here we go. So, 
I mean, I, I love the ending, obviously, or else I wouldn't have had such a strong emotional response to it. But yeah, it is it is that nice meta uh, breakdown of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of other things. Like we've said, comedies, even though this is a drama, comedies are kind of difficult to tackle on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I favorite scene is when all right favorite scene is when Will Farrell first goes back to his apartment once he starts hearing the voices and he just he's like oh yeah talk about me picking up the lamp talk about the lamp and then he like and now I'm throwing it on the ground <laughs> and he's like and then just that the the whole procession through that scene where he starts out like really like angry and then just slowly like starts to become a breakdown is like (laughs) holy moly will ferrell can act (laughs) like that's such a good scene like i don't know man he's good He, he is good um he should do more movies like this and not daddy's home daddy's home too yeah I mean, he's, he's, he's making kind money. Of like a, he's been kind of like a rut lately. Like, he hasn't even been making good comedies anymore. No, last good one was probably Anchorman Don't 2. Don't say Anchorman 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting so hard for that. I was like, here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw it out. I'm like, last good one was probably <laughs> just like let it hang. Anchorman 2, the legend of Ron Burgundy. No, it's the legend continues. The legend continues. The first one was the legend. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I don't like the first one. If I'm being honest, you you liked the second one. I no, all right. You... I saw the second one first, so I think the second one is so much funnier than the first one because they just repeat all the jokes from the first one. <laughs> but I saw them first in Anchorman too. Why? Because looked funny. <laughs> me, me and my sister still quote the because I'm blind <laughs> all the time. I, you know, I know there are a lot of haters like you, Aaron, but I'm sure there are multiple people on the internet who are like, heck yeah, Anchorman 2. <laughs> M- multiple people. <laughs> yeah. <There's... laughs> like there's definitely more than one. <laughs> We're like Anchorman too. That's my my dude, dude. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, what 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 would you say his last good movie is then? Uh, if we're not counting animated, yeah, I don't think we then, should count animated. Then it would probably be the other guys. Yeah, which is like seven years ago at this point. Mm, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Yeah, that was during that stretch, though, where he had some, like, really good movies. Um, how do you feel? I know we're getting a little sidetracked. How do you feel about Blades of Glory? I like it more than I should. Same, same. Yeah. <laughs> the scene where the where they're watching the tape and the person's head gets cut off. Oh, that is cinematic genius right there. <laughs> because it's so unexpected. Anyway, um, <laughs> Stranger Than Fiction. 
Um, sorry, I'm, I'm on plates of glory now. I gotta, like, I gotta pick up the train and put it on the other track real quick. Alright, we're good. Um, I was getting really weird vibes <laughs> for the first part. Like, it took me a solid, like, ten minutes because I... <laughs> mm. Do you ever know when, like, you have, like, a project due and you never started on it? <laughs> like for school yeah. and you're like oh god i gotta do something quick <laughs> well i took a <laughs> i took a creative writing class <laughs> where we had to write like three short stories throughout the class was not a fan <laughs> of the class i'm like ah, i just i feel like i write better in screenplays i'm not good at all this descriptive like stuff i'm like i feel like i just work better in that format mm-hmm. but like i wrote the first two and i was like ah, all right they're like solid but then like the last one was coming up and i was just like busy with other stuff and i'm like i gotta write something <laughs> and then i wrote something but it was like eerily similar to this movie <laughs> Not that, like, the person was a character in a book, but, like... So what you're saying is this movie feels like it was a last-minute... No! <laughs> no! It's obviously... For, uh, for college course. It's obviously written with a lot more <laughs> care than me, like, oh, God. Like, deadlines. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the lady who wrote The Hunger Games? Susan Collins. <laughs> I was like Susan and Collins when she wrote Mockingjay. <laughs> I was like, oh god, this needs to end somehow. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um. But like, <laughs> it was just weird because I'm like, this is like eerily similar plot. <laughs> like I need to like I needed to change something. <laughs> I need to just change my thought process right now. That short story has long been burned <laughs> and gone forever because it is straight garbage. There's like some salvageable ideas in there, but it is not good. So now I'm really interested in reading it. Oh, I, I honestly I think I deleted it. <laughs> I was like, nope. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, I, I much preferred my screenwriting classes. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, so that's how I, that was my mindset going in. I'm like, oh, this is I'm feeling a little weird right now. Do people think I copied Stranger Than Fiction? I'm like, I've never seen this movie. And then uh, after a while, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm back on board. Um really enjoyed the relationship between Maggie Gyllenhaal's character and Will Ferrell's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it starts in such a way that I'm like, there's no way they're going to make this believable. Because I'm like, you go in, you're like, it's a romantic comedy, sort of. It has like that, you know, comedies usually end with, oh, well, there we go. That's a straight up example in the, <laughs> in the, uh, movies like comedies end with the person getting hitched tragedies end with them dying or whatever and it's like oh it's a comedy it's gonna end with up with them together and i'm like how is this gonna work and it like really works 
and I'm surprised at how well it works because they start in such opposite positions that when they finally to come together, I'm like, this makes sense. Like they work together, even though they're very different people. Like they like opposites attract, you know that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So I was very happy about that. I was, you know, a little nervous. That was my most nervous thing going in. I'm like, mm, okay, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, how's a tax man gonna fall in love with an anarchist? All right, I just don't see it. <laughs> um, I think Emma Thompson's character is super interesting. Just, I want to know more about her. She's like the one character that I'm like, let's make a spinoff about her. Like, I'd love to know about her character. Just she's... have, like, a prequel TV show about all the characters who never, who realized they were being narrated to, but never met the narrator. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. That would actually be a good, like, one-season show. Like, that would be interesting. I don't know. Probably be more tragic than the movie, though. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. They'd have to find some way to lighten it up. I don't know. Um... But yeah, just, there's something, like, you can tell she's, like, haunted by something. I don't know if they ever go into it, do they? Not particularly. Yeah. Like, she has that, like, you know, uh, tortured artist type vibe to her. And they never Mm -hmm. really go into it, but, you, you know, you can tell there's something. At first, I was like, is this kid, like, a part of... Like, is this kid a part of her past? Like, is, I couldn't really tell what was going on at first. But yeah. then I'm like, okay, yeah, she's like, those are characters she's killed before or something. Is that right? I, I'm still a little shaky on that. Because then they show up at the end of his story. Will Ferrell's story. Yeah. No, I th- I think it was mainly, like, one of those things where, like, she was plotting out storylines in mm. her head, kind of. So it was kind of like figuring out how these characters were going to come into the story and where they were coming from. Like, the whole writing thing where, like, make a past for these characters even if you never have that past in the actual story. You know? Right, right. Just so you understand them better. I understood that a couple seconds after I asked the question. I was like, oh yeah, because she needs them all to fit in, so she's playing out scenarios how they get this guy killed. Yeah. Took me a minute. (laughs) Sorry. I know, it's a real surprise that Jacob's slow about something. (laughs) Um, Great line. I don't need nicotine patches. I have cigarettes. (laughs) That's a great line. I love that. Um, It felt so much like a Charlie Kaufman type uh, story. That to the point where when I looked at who wrote it, I was honestly surprised that it wasn't Charlie Kaufman. And then this guy has never written anything else who wrote this. It's just like, really? where did you go, man? Like, this is such an interesting concept that you just disappeared? Like, come on, man. Maybe it was Charlie Kaufman using a pseudonym. Well, there, was, we don't know. there was a picture for the guy, so, I mean, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> it is, I mean, like... 
this fits into that being John Malkovich adaptation, which Aaron still has not seen. That's one that no. I should have recommended for this upcoming week. It's so dumb of me. Oh, I tried to give you ones that you had access to. It's whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like that's just this is quite the movie to make one movie and then just never make anything else. It's like you got a legacy, I guess. That's there you go. Um. Let's see. Uh, director Mark Mark Forster. He made Quantum of Solace. <laughs> the yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I don't even know that we can call it the worst Daniel Craig no. Bond movie anymore. Spectre is way worse. <laughs> yeah, uh, Spectre is pretty bad. Now they're not gonna bring what's his name back. Uh oh, bad news for Bond. <laughs> Christoph Waltz, he's not coming back. Okay, whatever. Um, I was just looking at like what he's done as well, because mm-hmm. to to make a movie like this, and then just to make Quantum of Solace, World War Z, and now this, all I see is you, which is apparently pretty bad. It's yeah. like, dude, what happened? It's the same thing. Like, you had such a good movie, and. Uh, I suppose a lot of Stranger Than Fiction is in the writing and not the direction. So, I mean, I guess I, I kind of get it, but still, man. Come on. <laughs> but I do like the little uh, visual touches they add to the movie in terms of the mathematical calculations yeah. everywhere. I, I like that, but it stops. That's my it, problem yeah. with that. It's like it it picks up like that's the whole movie. And then, like, about halfway through, it just doesn't show up again. Want to mention, I was wrong. Also wrote Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. This guy might have, the you know, the most perfect career in all of Hollywood. Is, you know, just... is that a good movie? I honestly haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, I'm like, because I've never heard anything about it. But, like, he came up with that title. He so, also like... He also directed it. My dude, <laughs> like, what happened here, man? It's like I have, I completely understand how that script sold. Like, if I was the producer and I just read that title, I'd be like, "Yeah, give this all the money you need." Yeah, it's it's a very cool title. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, that that scene where he. Uh, you know, he's like, hey, just don't do not do anything. Just sit around and watch TV and then, mm-hmm. you know, see if plot happens to you. Like, I get where he's coming from on that, but you're still doing something. <laughs> like, watching TV is still doing something. But I think the idea is that it's more, like, passive. Yeah. It's still a passive activity where it's, like, if you would never sit down and read a book about someone who just watched TV all day. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you, no one's tried it, Aaron. <laughs> um, I, yeah. And I love how quickly the professor believes him. Like, even when he starts, like, the first thing, when he comes up to him, he's like, yeah, I, I believe you, but, like, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. And then when he's like, oh, little did he know that he's going to leave doing his inevitable death. And that's where he's like, all right, I'm going to help you. It's just like, 
I feel like there are never characters like that in movies that are so easily willing to believe someone. It's always like, I need proof. Show, show me how that thing. I don't believe you. <laughs> it's like, it's my problem with Stranger Things right now. It's like, oh, this thing crawled out of the wall. And it's like, no one believes her. And I mean, like, I understand no one would believe her in real life. But also, it's nice to have a character that's so easily willing to believe, if that makes sense. <laughs> I say yeah, that a lot on this show, if that makes sense. That's like my catchphrase. Hey! <gasps> Wait, has it been found? <laughs> it took you long enough. I don't even know what episode this is. I was recently checking. I was looking through all of them. I'm like, when are we going to have to do another after show? <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, we just have to keep track by our ranking. Yeah, I guess so. I think I'm missing movies in the ranking, if I'm being honest, and I don't know how. Um, well, I'm not. So just compare if you need to. Alright. Um. Or at least I don't think I am. Uh-oh. You're missing ones. Uh-oh. This is, it's all falling apart. Um, I feel like this is a movie you've seen a lot. Am I correct? Yeah. Do you have any, like, deep thoughts for me? Or deep questions that you wanted to bring up and talk about? Because this is a recent watch for me. I'm not there yet, you know? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I have any, like, deep questions or or thoughts that you wouldn't get from, like, just a first-time watch. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But is there anything you wanted to bring up, I guess, was my main... I'm, I'm just joking around right now. I'm like, I'm getting through all the hey, hey, hey he's, he's in a book. He's real funny. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that. But like, I think, no, I'm, I'm like consistently enjoying our conversations about these films because you pretty much bring up a lot of the points I would bring up if you hadn't already. That's, like, that's good to hear because sometimes I like, I'll listen back to some of these and I'm like, what am I even talking about? <laughs> Like, why does Aaron let this just run free? <laughs> He's there's like, well, whatever, I'll just let him say whatever. I'll let him, you know, dig his own grave. That's fine. I don't care. No, it's it's because you're you're saying kind of not not always, not always. <laughs> you don't always make sense. You don't always make a good point. Like RoboCop, but, you just yeah. don't agree with RoboCop. But I I guarantee you, there are like three people out in the world who are like, I stand with you, Jacob. <laughs> On um, that, RoboCop's a pretty decent movie, but nothing more. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just, I, I love the, uh, and this is, I haven't, had to, I haven't tried to put this in eloquent terms, so let's see if this comes out right. I, uh, I loved the idea of the role of media and of, like, books and of storytelling in our lives. If that makes any sense, because that's my catchphrase now. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I like about this thing is like the way in which the stories we, the fictional stories we make, mm-hmm. contrast with what life actually is. Like we don't always get like those clean cut, symbolic, meaningful endings in life, and yet you know it's so it's just a very interesting movie in terms of contrasting those two ways of looking at the world and kind of 
it it's just a very well done concept. Mm-hmm. But I just you know, I especially love that scene we mentioned earlier where Dustin Hoffman he comes back to Dustin Hoffman's character and he's just like like you need to die like this is how the story works best and I just I don't know I just really I find it a fascinating idea just kind of if we were able to shape the story of our lives like the you know how many people would go for the death and how many people would try to avoid it you know yeah like I I love that in that scene you almost don't disagree with Dustin Hoffman's character right like you're like yeah I mean like you want to be upset and you want to be like no he can't die but like at the same time you're like but it makes a better story. <laughs> and you're like, and then it's like, oh, oh no. Right, because I, I just, I think, oh. But I mean, like, I think we have, like, this idea in our society that l- life should be extended as long as possible. You know, like, you should, you, you know, the ideal is to live a very long life and that we should do everything we can to make people live longer and stuff like that. And everyone wants to be like, oh, I want to live forever and be able to do all these things I want to do forever. I want to be able to work forever. I want to be able to watch movies forever and all this sort of stuff. And yet, you know, in that scene with Dustin Hoffman, you're like, is this not better? Is it not better to have that meaningful death? Eat pancakes. Or is it? Yeah. Eat pancakes. Eat pancakes. Do you want my hot take on this one? Uh, of course. That of I course. just came up with? Go for it. It's, um, I might cut this, so let me write this down. Because I want to come off eloquently, but I know that when I talk about things like this, I sometimes just make an ass of myself. So <laughs> let's see how well this goes. It's how far are we willing to go? For a good story. Who are we willing to hurt? Look at people like Woody Allen. Or. Roman Polanski. Or now Kevin Spacey. A lot of people are just like. Let's turn a blind eye to it. Because. You know they give us good stories. So like when Emma Thompson's like. Hey. I'm going to kill this guy. Because it's a good story. And, And Dustin Hoffman's like. Hell yeah. And it's like, he is us in that situation. Or we're like, yeah, it's alright, you did these horrible things and you've hurt these people who will forever live with what you've done to them. But you give us good stories. So we're alright with it. Not that we're alright with it, but you know what I mean. The collective I, conscious of... I, I get what you mean. I mean, it's not a perfect analogy (laughs) but like i get what you're trying to say is it one of my better or worse hot takes (laughs) i i think the standard is still uh the the hands in dr strange love like that's your that's your golden (laughs) dude that one still makes sense to me (laughs) that one's so good uh i probably won't cut that i feel like i handled that pretty well for the most part it's just, I get talking and stuff like this, and I'm like, uh, how do I say this eloquently? No clue. <laughs> Here we go, it's just time to talk. Now, where do the milk, where does the milk lie on this scale? Uh, bottom. 
absolute waddle. <laughs> I th- is it bad to say I think that's my best hot take? <laughs> anyway, speaking of ranking things. Okay. Uh, if you don't know yet, I can go. Yeah, no, I I haven't even put it in the in the list yet. So yeah, I would I would prefer it if you went. All right, so I have this ranked twenty seventh, uh, after Hellraiser, before Saw. So it's just kind of like sandwiched in between the gruesome horror picks for whatever reason. <laughs> but... What does that say about this movie? Oh man. Uh, all right, so let me go to my least. <laughs> Sound weird. Uh, all right, <clears throat> so this is you guys get to get a little bit of a up close and personal look at how I rank things. Is it better than Blade? It's better than Blade. Is it better than Blade Two? It's better than Blade Two. It's better than Saw. It's better than Saw. It's better than Rubber. It's better than Rubber. <laughs> it's better than yeah. The... This is, this isn't a surprising way to rank things. This is. This like is, a... People don't do this? <laughs> do you ever just be like, eh, it's kind of up here somewhere, and you throw it up high on the list, and you're like, oh, wait, no, wait, that's way better, and it's like way below it, and you're like, okay, well, it's down here, and then you're like, no, I gotta move that. Uh, the I t- do. Yeah. The Town is better than Town. It's better than Blazing Saddles. Better than Blazing Saddles. Is it better than Robocop? <laughs> Why is Robocop above Blazing Saddles? <laughs> Is it better than Hellraiser? It is better than Hellraiser. Is it better than Texas Chainsaw Mimicker? It is better than Texas Chainsaw Mimicker. Is it better than Batman? Mm, that's where I start to get a little confused. <laughs> is it better than The Raid, though? It's Yeah, it's better than Raid. So I think Batman needs to go above The Raid. And then it's like... Strange on Fiction? It's like, is that better than Batman? It's a hard one. But I'm gonna say... Uh, yes. And it's gonna lie at number 23, below Attack the Block, and above Batman. Okay. That's a sandwich between two comedies, then, so much more sensible. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. Excuse me, Batman is a gritty look at the 1960s and Cold War era politics. All right, come on now. Right, right, of course. How could I forget? Yeah, you couldn't because they won't let you. I don't know who they is. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, that's my ranking. All right. So, yeah. Uh, clunky transition again. Uh, next week. <laughs> We're so good at that. <laughs> Next week, uh, in anticipation of Justice League, oh yeah, we will be looking at Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Is it anticipation for Justice League? I'm pretty hyped. I'm pretty hyped. I'm going. Like, I'm going in solo on this movie. <laughs> at the very least, it will be better than Thor Ragnarok. I hate you so <laughs> much. Quick, quick, quick side note before we end this. Yeah. I saw there was a trailer for Justice League before Thor Ragnarok, and it might be one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. 
if it was the most recent trailer, it, then yes, it must it must have been. But it's the song that does not fit the tone of the Is movie it at the all. Cover of Heroes. It might have been, and I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. It does not fit at all. I just leaned over to my sister who saw Thor Ragnarok together. I'm like, uh, this trailer's really bad. <laughs> and like, I know I've been hating on this movie from like the first trailer I've seen, but uh, this is by far the worst trailer. Hopefully this isn't what Joss Whedon thinks this movie is. <laughs> and he's like, hey, here we go. <laughs> Too many characters for a short run time. That's all I'm going to say. Right. We will discuss that probably a bit more next week on either show. Yeah. Possibly both. Possibly. But, if you want to find us around the web, <laughs> look at that smooth transition. We're so, like, we, the, as soon as I bring up that our transitions are bad and we, like, need to get better at them, we both get way worse. We're just aware of it and we're like, oh, oh, God, where do we go from here? We've never done this show. If you want to find us around the web... You can find Lacey at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. If you want to find David from the main podcast around the web, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. dbex with two S's. And if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at LittleFlameDude on Twitter. And this clever blog name is already taken. Tumblr.com. Uh, have a review for Thor Ragnarok up, as well as the volume two of the night x came home that is all up now and is available if you had not been keeping up with it as it was running throughout october it's good stuff and, everyone yep. everyone read it and if you want to find the main podcast around the web you can find us at reboot already on on twitter you can give us a like on facebook you can check our episodes out on soundcloud and itunes and leave us a good review if you like what we say and if you're thankful. Oh but you guys God. won't understand that. <laughs> Not until Thursday. Okay. Uh, Alright. Right. I hate that this our thing now. <laughs> like, they don't, people listening to this are like, what are they talking about? Just, oh wait. Just wait. Oh God. <laughs> we talked about Stranger Than Fiction, I guess. I'm not sure, but... This week? Yeah. Yeah, we did actually. It was weird. But until next time, don't think it. Don't say it. Bye bye, man. Yeah. <laughs>